Hi, everyone. Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. February is Black History Month, and to celebrate, we're taking a look at San Diego's unique story. Shelby Gordon is the marketing manager of the San Diego History Center. She joined me to share Black history highlights as well as share information about special events that are coming up. We began our interview talking about gaps in the museum's collection that she's hoping the public can help fill in. Here's our conversation. Overall, the the San Diego History Center, we're really looking to shore up some gaps we have in our overall collection. And that is memorabilia, milestones, leaders, events from the time period of the 70s and 80s. And that is compounded when you talk about Black San Diego. So um, while we love getting items and ephemera and leader nominations and timeline nominations, um, for that time period really of the 70s and 80s, Uh, we get very, very excited about that type of submissions. Um, Overall, San Diego is in a unique position um, in having an organization dedicated to collecting and promoting the history of the region. So Los Angeles does not have this, if you can imagine that. Um, and San Francisco doesn't either. Um, there are organizations there that talk about the, the, the city's history, but not necessarily a dedicated institution that has that primary mission um, on their docket. So San Diego History Center is, is focused and intentional about collecting history, um, stories, and now multimedia for the region. And so when I talk about San Diego, I'm not just talking about the city limits. For me, San Diego is Oceanside to Borrego Springs. It is Fallbrook through uh, North County, through the center of the city, into South County, and even into Tijuana. So really, for the entire region. So what we learned from the pandemic when our museum's physical doors had to close before that had been our concentration was getting people to walk into the doors of our museums in Balboa Park and then the Sarah Museum and Presidio Park. What we learned when we could not open our doors was that our reach and our impact and the interest of San Diego history was really so much broader than those four walls. And we also learned in shifting to a digital focus and a virtual focus that people wanted their history documented. They wanted it shared, they wanted it cataloged, they wanted it archived, it was personal to them. And of course, it was distinctively San Diego. So we have launched several community sourced initiatives, one that was evolving around COVID, um, share your story, but for the Celebrate San Diego Black History and Heritage exhibition, we also started collecting nominations for Black San Diego heroes, 
and leaders and also submissions for what our timeline of San Diego Black history contained. So what we discovered in that is that people had information that we had no idea about and they have really augmented uh, what we were presenting. In many cases, we're able to then share this information virtually on our website. So we've added leaders, we've added um, submissions from the timeline, but most importantly, all of those nominations, all of that information will go into our permanent collection. Awesome. Well, that surprises me what you said about the gap in the 1970s and 80s. You mean the 19, you mean the 1970s and 80s, right? Not correct. The, That's correct. Yeah, because I've, you know, I've looked at your website and it seems like um, there's so much information about early Black Americans to come to the region starting in like the early 1800s or yes. the mid 1800s. And so why, why that gap during that time? Well, it's, I, I, I don't, I don't know if we can put our finger on it. And again, this is not something that um, evolves around just Black San Diego. It, it is a gap in our overall collection. So, you know, when we get a, a charger, a San Diego charger helmet, or when we get um, the a jack-in-a-box head from on top of the, the drive-through window, <laughs> <laughs> we get really excited about that because that is an area uh, that is an area that uh, we're really looking to shore up that information. And of course, now, with everybody having phones in their hands and cameras on their phones in their hands, we've got plenty of uh, audio, we've got plenty of video, we have plenty of uh, photography. But for that period, the 70s and 80s, you know, uh, it's, it's a constant and a pervasive uh, um, uh, intent for us to collect um, information from those time periods. Could we go back in time a little and could you just give me the, the nutshell version of, um, you know, Black history in San Diego, why Black Americans started moving here in the 1800s and, and what the, the major accomplishments have been? Well, I, I can't speak, you know, to one single thing. It was several things. You have um, enslaved people who moved here while actually still being enslaved. You have um, some that were coming for the gold rush. You have some coming who were freed, but then were leaving the South. You have some coming because there were, it was new territory. It was, um, you, you could stake a claim, you could build a life, you could start anew um, in the West. So I don't think that, you, you know, in the very early history, it, it was not a single thing. You also have individuals like uh, Don Pio Pico, who was the last Mexican governor of California, who had African ancestry. So you have, you know, mixed ancestry, you have migration, you have enslaved folks moving west, you have um, explorers and pioneers wanting to um, have a new life, to start a new life. 
um, in a new territory. You also have people who are coming to um, support other folks who have migrated here. So um, for example, there's a laundress up in Julian, black woman, and she built a life and a lifestyle in Julian laundering the clothes of the gold miners. So, um, you know, I, I could never put my finger on one single thing or one single reason why, why Blacks moved to San Diego. It's of course, like everything else, very multidimensional, very complex. Wow, I did not know that about enslaved people. That's shocking to me. So we have a companion um, exhibition to the Celebrate San Diego Black History and Heritage, and that's the Nathan Harrison uh, exhibition. And he moved here from Missouri enslaved and became free once he arrived here in California. So yeah, there, there is that story too. Um, well, thank you for that overview. I mean, I guess, how can people learn more? I mean, I guess visiting the San Diego History Center is a good start, but what are some, some other resources for people who are curious about um, San Diego's history? Well, we are, um, um, I'm gonna be doing a Zoom session, a virtual discussion next Tuesday. So that's the eighth at noon, um, talking about gems from the archives. So um, some of the key, elements that we have in our archives in Black San Diego history, like the 100th church anniversary program from Bethel AME. We have an Olympic bib from Jackie Thompson, who is the first Black San Diego female Olympic participant. She ran in the 1972 Munich Olympics. Um, we have two paintings from a local artist, Duke Windsor, in the exhibition. So I'll be talking about that next week. Folks can also submit um, leaders and we have received submissions from all sectors, military, education, religion, politics, health, the arts and culture. And also they can take a look at our timeline virtually. And if they have an element or a milestone or a person or an event that they would like to add, they can submit that. So this is really a community sourced um, exhibition. That's one unique aspect of it. The second thing is it has no end date. So you, know, you can come see um, this exhibition you know, today, the 4th of February, or you can come and see it on the 4th of July or on Juneteenth or on Labor Day. Mm -hmm. Awesome, well, I love the interactivity. Shelby Gordon, Marketing Manager for the San Diego History Center. Um, happy Black History Month, and thank you for sharing this information with me. Thank you. Anytime. You take care. Be safe.